0: Now back to on the block with Strick and Austin on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com talking more college football here on 937 the ticket the ticketfm.com during on the block he's Strick I'm Austin thanks for being a part of things uh, we're with you till 4 here every weekday Strick we're going to turn our eyes out west uh former or future rather conference opponent USC In the news, uh, thanks to its head coach, Lincoln Riley, um, who essentially put a beat reporter, a USC football beat reporter, in timeout for two weeks. Mm. Um, Access was revoked for covering the team on the 14th. This young man will get access back actually a week from today on September 28th. So the background of the story is this writer referenced a conversation that he had or overheard between two players before the scheduled media availability, whether it was in the football building, whether it was around campus, I don't know. But USC also says that this this reporter um, asked a question of a player right after a press conference concluded. Again, whether that's outside the doors or as they were walking to class, we don't know. Also says that this reporter has talked to players and coaches on campus outside of those you know, scheduled, designated media availabilities. Mm-hmm. I'm of two minds of this. Number one, let's maybe not suspend beat writers. That's just not a good look in general. But I also think that USC and this publication need to be upfront about the details because on its face, it's a really bad look for USC. But if USC were to say hey, we caught this guy like going to students' classes and just ambushing them outside the door. Or he just so happened to be walking in the same area with and got a lot of stuff on the record with players just out and about on campus. That's a completely different story, right? Like beat reporters don't just track guys across campus just to get a quote or two for a story, right? You request them uh, to the SID, you talk to them to the podium. If not, you request them in post-game. So to me, I think the details that we don't know
1: are the key to the story. I think when I look at this, right? You're absolutely right. I don't, I don't think you want to get to a point where it's Project Veritas type <laughs> stuff, right? Right. You don't you you know you want to be respectful of the rules like for example, um I think there's some things that we have rules and regulations there are certain parameters that we must stick within. Um, we used to be very accessible to guys having their own shows coming in speaking their mind Uh, well when rule came that changed Mm -hmm. uh so we can't contact them we've got to go through certain media arms like like the same way that we used to and you had to kind of adhere to that right um if i find or i catch one of the basketball players or something out and about and i have a discussion with them that's off the record i don't I don't take that information and bring it back in here and be like, Ooh, look what I found. Ooh, this is a nugget, you know, and drop it on it like it's hot. And the reason why I don't do that Austin is because I've been disrespected in that manner. Mm. Uh, Having an off, not in locker room conversation with somebody who parsed and parceled and snippet and cut, not my whole, the whole context. That's, that's what can get media folks in trouble is when you don't take the full context of the message so that it's clear. It's no different than when either any of us at our homes with our girlfriends, with our wives, um, you know, with boyfriends, with work, when we send text messages, right? Text messages are some of the most easy of the, of the messaging forums of conversation. I think it's even more easy to take um, it out of context than even nonverbal. Oh, yeah. Then even being in here with you, nonverbal, mm-hmm. and I happen to just, you know, have some, oh, dang, you know, he didn't feel that. Or, you know, you can actually take into account based on the communication. Text message, mm-hmm. it can be spoken six, 10, eight different ways. It can be a just simple message, but the feel of it can depend on how the person's perception of it when they receive it. So this is why it's important to, uh, when, when dealing with media to be able to take all of it into context. So them going and maybe tracking them down. We don't know. We don't know the whole details. Uh, you don't ever want to hinder somebody cause we didn't block the guy that did that to me. You know, mm-hmm. I think Don Nelson didn't talk to him. I didn't, you know, I talk to other people, but he can still be in the room and get, but I'm not dealing with you individually. There's nothing I'm saying to you individually. That's different. Mm -hmm. So that's what you hope for. You just hope that you get the full scope of it and just not cutting people out of the loop. I think it's also important too. like, I'm not going
0: to, you know, we don't not even go into the specifics of that situation, but think back to when, when you're a player, whether it's college or the pros, right? Yes, you have the designated media availabilities, but I feel like, wouldn't there be a big difference between a reporter waiting for you to walk out the door because they're writing a story and they want that answer special to them, but it's right outside the door. You just got done. It's one more on your way out versus, you know, tracking you down on campus. There's a difference there, right?
1: I agree. I think that's, I I don't, I don't see that to be a problem. They might, if you want to answer it, great. (laughs) If you don't, you can just walk on by. They might, they might take, you know, make that an issue. and. But it's up to you, right? I would think it'd be up to you to decide on whether or not you have that conversation or not. It's a one-off. It's not, uh, no, if you want to have a full in-depth conversation with me, then you got to go through the channels. But if it's a one-off, yeah. Walking out the door. So how do you feel about, you know, the room this week and in preparation for this game? Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't get a chance to ask it in there. I did you know, somebody else asked a question. But I really would like to know how you feel about the matchup that you have. You know, one off. I don't have a problem. That's where I think it's important, too,
0: that that context is taken into account. Right. We have a question on the text line. What if Lincoln Riley told them before the season that those would be the consequences if they went outside the normal process for reporting? Okay, I get that. But you also have to remember Lincoln Riley's reputation. Right. Lincoln Riley didn't give, you know, access to practice um, when he was in Oklahoma. These students went on top of like an apartment building that was under construction or they knew someone that lived there. I forget the specifics, but they went on top of this building across the street, watched practice with binoculars and strict. That was how they found out that Caleb Williams was starting over Spencer Rattler. Right. Wow. But Lincoln Riley got mad at them for doing that. No, they weren't at practice. They weren't right. inside the stadium watching. They were creative. Right. And then he like he barred their credential or he tried really hard to to take away their access so for Lincoln Riley, I think you have to keep that perception in mind. Where, yes, it's absolutely important and vital for the student athletes to have those parameters, like you're saying, so they don't get caught unaware and they don't say something that you know is going to be taken the wrong way, or or worse, used the wrong way if right. they weren't saying anything wrong. But at the same time, you have to respect that the reporter has a job to do. Right? Your your program is a high profile one. Fans want access to it. You, you have a lot of fans. You know, even if you're you know fourth, fifth fiddle in Los Angeles. You're a big national brand in college football. People want to know about your program. They want to yeah. know about this freshman um, that's being written about because he has more touches than than they thought coming into the season. Right. So, just if if that's all it was that they're asking a question as someone you know is walking into, or they overheard a conversation as someone was walking into the room, that's one thing. If he's following them around campus for a story. Yes, that's that's more than the student-athlete should be expected to do. That's not respecting privacy just for the sake of the story. And that's why I think the details matter so much, and we're not getting them.
1: Yeah, and and I would venture to say that the more ambigu- uh, ambiguous it is, the better probably for USC, um, because when you're able to get into those details, you know there be there could be a lot of probably pushback or come on, you know right. So of course they're not going to give you full context of details. They're going to leave it open to your imagination so that you you could you could understand like some of the texters uh, are like well, you know I don't see a problem with it. Then there's probably some that are saying yeah that's not it's a little too far. You know so <clears throat> they're probably not going to release any details. But I can understand they're asking for it. They're just it's like the mystery of it makes it better
2: than than
1: the details of it, which then you can pick apart, you know, the more details you got, let's, let's be real. Right. Um, A lot of y'all who are listening have seen CSI or watched 48 (laughs) hours or Mm -hmm. any of those things. Right. The more uh, ambiguous, ambiguous, the, uh, uh, the case is the harder it is to solve. But the more details that you have, the more it is you're able to pick and get answers or to ask direct. You see what I'm saying? And so I think that's kind of, you know, the line that I would take on. it. This is where
0: I think, too, it's important to note that Nebraska's staff has done a really good job, you know, in training the student athletes in making sure that those proper lines of communication are followed and for making there be, you know, enough opportunities. Right. Sometimes when, when coaches are up at the podium and they're talking, players are made available either after or when it was up in West Stadium, it was on the side, right? Mm-hmm. The players are out in the hallway and the coaches were at the podium. Maybe it's different at Nebraska just because it is the driver. There's so much interest in it that they have to make them available, but I don't think they do, right? Nebraska could lock the players down. They could do the, the Lincoln-Riley policy of, you know, no freshmen talk to the media. Right? Right. That's why Caleb Williams didn't talk last year. Nebraska would be well within its rights to do that, but that's where I think you have to you have to tip your cap to Nebraska for understanding its role in the state, understanding how much people care about it, and really, Strick, while, again, you can speak to the burden that it is for student-athletes to go up in front of the media and speak, for guys and gals like you that go on to play professionally, I'm sure the more opportunities, the more training you have in front of media,
1: the better it makes it down the road. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, we actually had... I think I want to say we actually had classes for that, like, hmm. they, like actual credit. Yeah, hours. I think we actually wow. had credit hours for media engagement. I, I, if I remember correctly, I, I could be wrong. You know, some of you that went to school during my time, you may be able to correct me, but I, if I remember correct, it was either, there was a class for credit that you could take, or it was something that we actually did. I know, I know now this wasn't a class. I know that I, well, maybe it could have been, Um <laughs> I know for sure that we had like etiquette classes where they taught us where the forks go, you know, the side that the, you know, uh, the napkins go and if you're going to have tea or coffee and what do you take first, which way do you work out to? huh? And yeah. So they, they taught us that because we might've been in, an event or at a banquet or something like that, that they didn't want us to not be aware of what the etiquette was, you know, how to dress and put your napkin when you do get up. I mean, those are lessons that I was able to learn. So when I went in, you know, dealing with business and contacts and depending on the environment I am uh, was in, whether in the NBA or out afterwards, I kind of know now those types of things that, that I learned back then. So I don't know if they teach that still, but I know that was something that they they did teach us that's just such
0: a wild concept to me like i get it in the context of human interactions and that's the way that we've been told it is the right way to do things but also like a fork is a fork Mm. i'm gonna drink what i'm gonna drink like sometimes things are just easier to eat with a spoon so i'm gonna use a spoon instead of a fork so i understand how we got a lot of those etiquette rules but it's just a fork sometimes
1: yeah i don't know well, I mean, but just think about it, though. Like, say you were called into, you, you take that mindset, right? But say the queen of England, you're going to a banquet. And everybody in there is getting a certain amount of meals. It's a, you know, seven course or five course or whatever meal. And you're over there going to work. And I would. That would be way, me. <laughs> and, and, they, and the people around you be looking at you like you were funny crazy. That's, it is really kind of what it is to eliminate because you just never know what you're going to be in and you never know who is looking at that type of stuff, right? You could Mm. be sitting on at the table with the president of a fortune 500 company and it's the little things that we don't think they pay attention to that they do. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it could be pronunciation. It can be, you know, over talk it could be the way you shook a hand there's li- there's there's literally all these crazy things that you know when you get to uh, certain levels that you don't realize that people are watching it's literally they can walk by you see you sitting in the uh the the lunch tables and they can see how you're eating you know could i bring him to a a big meeting you know he's, he's over there chomping a sloppy <laughs> joe you know just going all in Stuff all down your chest, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just. That's why I think sometimes it, it might matter.
0: It's going to be hard to use proper etiquette at Buffalo Wings and Rings, but you only get the chance to to go ham on them wings Good. if you beat Strick in shootout with Strick. Four questions for the Husker Hall of Famer, and four for you. You beat him, you get thirty bucks to Buffalo Wings and Rings, where no one will judge you for how you eat, or you can gritty,
1: too- or you can gritty by the door. Uh, we're sitting here. <laughs> If you walk by and you happen to gritty by the window, uh, stricky has got a personal prize for you uh, as well. Buffalo wings and rings.
0: Stricky for the stricken. There you go. 402-464-5685. Call now. Your shot at those 30 bucks or gritty, but we'd like to play the game. So call now. We'll play the shootout when we get back.